0: Oh. Do you sit second, man? No, I
1: don't I think he does. I think Kevin
0: Keegan probably sits
1: second.
2: Oh God, what a
1: <laughs> scandal. Austin Eckler versus the cards. Go and fuck yeah. the lot of you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, He's making me like I'm from
3: cameo. Like I'm coming in and go. hand out the bag, England to win.
2: Hello and welcome to episode 11 of Loaded Sport, where today we are going to be previewing week 14 of the NFL season and looking towards the big one, England up against France in the quarterfinals of the World Cup. Joining me to go through this is Sam, Skin and Mudge. Lads, welcome back. Helicopter, helicopter! <laughs> <laughs> aye, aye, aye! Very good, thank ah, you, and a doing, big man. welcome back to Mr. Tom Kemp. Thank you, and well, uh, welcome Woo! back to joining us.
0: Oh. Easy, he Lord, Mr. Dawson, Mr. White, Mr. That <laughs> man with the mic, you little snowflake, you! I want to put you on my tongue and let you melt on me. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: okay, oh, wow, I yeah. missed that. <laughs> one, yeah. I've missed it. It's great to have you back, Kemp, to go through. Uh, Week 14 of the NFL season, but we'll start by looking at England against France taking place on Saturday evening. By far the biggest test that we've got this tournament so far. Kemp, would you say it's the biggest test that Southgate is facing as England manager?
0: Yes, it definitely is. Uh, I've made it quite clear in the past that he's, he's not been able to win in 50-50 games. I think you look at the games that, that I've sort of referred to more than any others, and that's been Belgium, Croatia, Italy. And I don't think at those times they were as strong as this France team is now in this tournament. So I think it's going to be his stiffest test, and let's be honest, his his test previously he hasn't come through them with flying colours. So I, I'm yeah, not fair. overwhelmingly positive about it. I, I, I don't want I'm, I'm, I've got, I've got to tread a line recently because if I am positive about it, Dawson says it's only X team, and if I'm yeah. not positive about it, then Sam says fuck off, stop being negative. <laughs> so it's, it's a very delicate uh, tightrope I'm I'm walking at the minute. So I'll, I'll do my best to navigate it.
2: I think you kind of set that up yourself, didn't you? To be fair, Mudge. Oh! <laughs> Mudge, um, oh. coming across to you. We spoke a lot about Jude Bellingham earlier on in the week. Is a chance he's going to be starting because there's also been news that Declan Rice has been uh, missing training through illness. What's Got your ships. expectations for the lineup if Rice is to miss out?
3: Um, I would probably think that uh, in terms of I, I have a feeling he might start Phillips. You know, because I think he might want to keep Bellingham in that in that cam position. So. Um, what, no yeah. endo? No, I mean... Uh, oh, you a mean if Rice plus. is dropped? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So if Rice is dropped, as Hendo, Hendo's, I assume, would still be in the, the lineup. But I'd have Hendo and Phillips, I think, in that middle. And if he wants to keep Bellingham in that cam position, I think he'd make it work that way. If not, Bellingham could potentially drop back. But
2: I think I'm predicting Phillips starting
3: and then them keeping uh, Bellingham in that cam position.
2: And then Foden and... Who else on the wings? Saka. Oh, do, you, do you want my full lineup? Not necessarily a oh. full lineup, mate. I just thought if you were going down that route, because a lot of people think that Let's Foden might be moved into Let's the middle. Do but it. yeah, go for it if you want to do
3: your full Let's lineup. Do it. So assuming if Rice doesn't start, um, I will quickly go with. Um, I personally think he'll be there. Just an FYI,
1: I think yeah. he plays.
3: Yeah. Well, I mean, it'd be a, it'd be a really serious injury for him to miss it, right? It's the, the biggest game of his yeah. uh, international career. Um, All right, let's assume Rice starts. Uh, We'll have Rice, Hendo in the middle. Um, We'll go with... I don't think he's dropping Saka for this, although I I would love to have Rashford play this because um, it's a bit of a weird one, but Rashford against PSG, there's a bit of history there. And, you know, he's obviously come out on top in that matchup as well. But I think he'll do what he did last time, which is Foden, Bellingham and Saka um, with Harry Kane up top and then the back four staying as is. I think Walker is going to be absolutely pivotal um, yeah. In this, uh, in in terms of containing Mbappe, but yeah, I think uh, I think he, he pretty much keeps that line up the same. He's still in back. He's still in back in camp. Yeah. yeah, he's
1: on his way back now, but I don't mm, think yeah. he'll have much to do with this fixture. To be honest, I kind of mirror what Mudge is saying in the fact that I just hope. He plays. He's going to play Walker and just let him go toe to toe with uh, Mbappe. I'm praying he keeps that back four and don't revert to a back three. And I just think just go, you know, just just go for, go for a war. Just have uh, yeah. England England v France. Don't sit back. And it's not just, in his nature, though, is it? I think. Mate, France have conceded a goal in every game this this uh, tournament. And I'm not saying we shouldn't do it. I'm just saying I, I don't think that's in Southgate's makeup. Well, there was that rumor come out today, weren't there, That they've, they've kind of got a, a plan for him. And it's mm. it's to stick stick one of our most creative players behind Mbappe to you know emphasise his defensive frailties. So there is a, there is that side of it. They can be got at, and I think we will get them. It's just mm. uh, yeah. it depends how many they put past us.
0: I think we'll go Pickford, Walker, Stones, Maguire, Shaw, Hendo, Jude, Rice, Sterling, Kane, and Saka. To be honest, I think he'll. I think he will revert back to the players that have, have done it yeah, for him still. And one of them players. So I, I, I do don't, think if Raheem gets back in time, I think he'll feature. Oh, no. Tonight. Sorry. I, I
1: didn't miss that. I didn't. No, no, no I, I don't, think he will. I think, I think he he'll feature if he gets back nah, in time. No Shouldn't
3: way. I, I think you've got to look at it in terms of um, obviously he's had quite a emotionally tough time recently. Um, and I think if if he's going to get back into it, it'll be a lot be of traveling, seven. too. A lot of traveling. Yeah. I'm
0: not saying I'd do it. I absolutely wouldn't have him anywhere near it, even if he were fully fit. I just think, again, Southgate does lean heavily on the players that have done it for him before. But you've I got to think point.
1: though, to to, to, to <clears throat> the point you're making though, he has he's dropped him, hasn't he? He already dropped him pre the burglary. So it it were already yeah. on bench, he were already on bench for the last knockout game against Senegal. But, otherwise it'd have been in, in lineup. But I know he had to go yeah, back, but yeah, but a lot dropped. of the
0: time, especially in big games, is what I mean, you know, when he's got these players that he really relies on, that he's relied on for years in these big games. I don't know, I just feel like he's gonna revert back to tight with the player selection and with the tactics. But we shall see. It's exciting.
2: Mm. They might look at his experience and try to include him that way. Me, personally, I don't think he's going to feature again this World Cup. I think Rashford and Saka have pretty much gained them places for themselves. Grealish and Foden haven't really done anything wrong to be a reason for why they shouldn't be starting. Skin, do you agree with sticking to four at the back? Sorry, mate,
4: I fell asleep on that set out for a bit. Um, 100% <laughs> mate, yeah. it He could quite easily go to that three at the back, but two defenders You've been a big advo- advocate for that, haven't
1: you, three at back? Yeah, I've, I've, in I've mentioned that.
4: Yeah, I've mentioned it purely because I think in the past he's been most likely to do that, but I think we're at a stage now where if we do that, that the mindset is, as I've mentioned in, in a previous episode, we're playing not to lose as opposed to play to win. 100%. So stick yeah. with the same lineup against Senegal. The only one that I might sort of debate is either Saka or Rashford, but everyone yeah. else in the same positions they played. Let's fucking go for it because, look, we can play defensive, we can go conservative and, and lose 1-0, 2-0 or, or whatever. Or if we're going to go out, let's go out swinging, let's lose 3-2, let's let you know, let's go out in extra time, let's, let's take it. If we're going to go down, which if I'm honest, I, I don't think we'll qualify. Obviously, I'd love it if we do, but I, I do think France will be just too strong. But if we're going to do it, let's just go out. Let's stick to what we've been doing. Let's stick to what's been working. Let's play with that freedom that we've we've bigged up so much over these last few episodes following the the performances that they've put in. So let's do it. Whatever happens, as long as we are sat here Monday night talking about it and we can say, look, they gave it everything. There's nothing that they, they backed away from or backed down from.
1: Left it all on the field. I'll, yeah, that's yeah. it. I'll fight fighting happy.
2: instead of like cowards. So-
1: so I have got a question for you all. On the back of that, if that was to happen and we did leave it out on the field and we just we were just beaten by the better team on the day, would you still want Southgate to retain the manager's job, for going into the Euros, or would you want him to step away <laughs> and get some someone fresh in?
3: If you'd if it went out, on that. I'd, I'd say ask uh, Tom Tom Kemp answer that first because I think we know what your answer is going to be, lad. I think you'd be surprised.
0: I think if you look at it and it's a really nip and tuck game, we go for it, we play really well, we get Eliminated on penalties, or we're, we're very, very close. But tactically, we adapt, we change. Maybe we go one nil down, we pull it back to two one, we draw two two, and that's then what I'm saying. If it, that's what I'm saying, if it is that type of game. It's, it's the it, manner it's just of the a defeat toe game. for me. Yeah, it's the manner of the defeat. If he does exactly the same as he did against Croatia and Italy, I think it's quite obvious that that tactical ineptitude that he's got, it, it's not gonna. It's not going to serve change. these boys well. And it's not going to change as these guys get into their prime. Cause a lot of them aren't even in the prime yet. So what we'll need at that point, I completely agree is a, is a change in management and a change at the top. But if we do go out there against France, we're fearless and we can tactically go toe to toe with them. Then yeah, let's get, let's get him in for the Euros as well. And let's see what we can do there. I, I was, Go on, Roger, you go first, mate.
3: Okay, mate. I'll just say quickly, um, I think, in regards to Southgate, I think the positive um, aspect of keeping him around is is that unusual longevity of having a, a coach, kind of staying around for for the amount of time that he has. I think it will be good for that fami- familiarity for the uh, younger players. I think he's been brilliant in, in terms of uh, kind of organising our young players and getting the best out of them at international level. We've not seen yeah. that. I- I've not seen that in my lifetime. I think off the field. Uh,
1: Think it's you can't really argue that it. it probably has been the greatest England manager I'd say of all time in yeah. regards to off the field things. You the know, bringing Kevin that group Keegan. together. I don't think there's been a <laughs> behind Kevin Keegan, of course, a number and one, one. <laughs> been a manager at doing that. No,
4: <laughs> and we we've spoke <laughs> about this in the past. What his legacy would be, but you see in interviews now where players are excited to go on international <laughs> duty, and and that's one of the reasons why a lot, lot of the lot players like. Yeah, like an Eric Dyer, like a Jordan Henderson, these players where you they might be on the cusp of probably not being in the next tournament still around because of that. Yeah, yeah, even Maguire with the form he's been in, you know, still made the squad and they're still having a, a tremendous impact on that team. Uh, it's you can't. It's hard to teach that, uh, and he's done such a phenomenal job. There's been a lot of interviews with players from the golden generation like your Lampard's, Gerrards, Ferdinand's, who said, "I hated going on international duty." That's yeah. why we never won anything, despite the team we had, because we hated being there. It was all about our club rivalries. We couldn't leave it at the door. And you know table Liverpool table at Caterpillar. Yeah. Shit and how Capello ran it yeah. like they hated it. They didn't want to be there. Uh, ben Foster has spoken quite a lot about why he retired from international football when Capello was there because of the incident around the birth of the, his child. He spoke about it on um, Happy Hour podcast. So I'll, I'll not go into it. You can find it on YouTube or any social media. And it that, two three minute story is, is damning of of the environment and the atmosphere around an england international squad so southgate's done a brilliant job of that i personally just to go back to your original question sam i think no matter what happens whether they go out tomorrow wednesday in the final win it whatever i think this will be southgate's last tournament it's his third go at it it's progressed each time if he doesn't get past the semis this time it's kind of like right have we hit that wall now if he wins it you know go out on a high you've you've done what you set out to achieve and and I was kind of, I was thinking about this the other day because I was going to ask a similar sort of question of what do you see him doing next could he get a club career or whatever i actually think he'd make a phenomenal pundit similar to like a we talk about Tony Romo in the NFL all the time like the insight that he can give and that kind of stuff. Not to say that he'd be a commentator, but I think he'd be such. He's a bit, a... He's a bit of
1: a dull bloke, though, isn't he? Can you remember? He is, Bob. His, yeah, uh, I was going to say they had him on. Uh, can't you remember? He was on ITV for years as a, yeah, he was a as, as a guest. Yeah, pundit before, yeah, pundit. It, yeah. Yeah. they had the studio. Mm. We were on ITV for years before I got England. Job. I think I mean, he's never... so different now, though.
4: Like with the experience that he's got, like he's changed as well. I completely agree. He, he's been known as quite a dull, but he's so intelligent, and he seems to have come out of his, his shell as well. You can see how proud he is about the work that he's done. And I'm you know, the the pride that he takes in that, I, I think it'll be such a different dynamic now with that experience that he's got that I, I think he'd give
0: great insight because he's you know know, I can see him like already I can see him going on to work for the FA in a different guise. He's he's very much an That's FA man yeah. and I and I think he can there's a there's this independent review into football that Tracy Crouch did, um, and Gary Neville's talked about it, where they're gonna make, you know, maybe the FA a bit more of an independent regulator and a, it needs to be bit of a stronger body than it is now because I think it's a bit, I don't think it's fit it's for, no purpose, for notice, the time. It? It's no good for notice at FN. No, and I do think, a lot. And I can definitely see Southgate becoming maybe a leading figure in the FA to revolutionise the way football is in the country. Yeah. But um, I think that'd be best for him. He's he's tried his his chops at club level and he's not cut out for it. Yeah, he's um, stuck in some grassroots. Yeah, and and that's and listen, that's what he's done. You know, the one criticism I cannot have of Gareth Southgate is that he's completely turned the England setup around, and he absolutely has. There's no getting away from that, and that's never been my criticism. My criticism is I don't think he's tactically good enough for us to win a tournament, and I'm yet to be proved wrong. But going on what Dawson said there, I completely agree. He's changed the entire dynamic of English football for the better. And I think his legacy, no matter what happens, I think that's the most important thing. And it'll be tough for someone to follow him. At that.
4: Even if they yeah. go out Saturday, whoever comes in, oh, no matter how great they are. But they're yeah, not going to be
0: able to do the same job as him because they, they, they're not picking up the job in the state that it was when he left it. It yeah, when sure. he joined
1: it, sorry. So but it's, it's also the clip, way... They'll be also coming to a bit of a click, won't they? Sort of like It'll be like the outsider coming into this close group. It's gonna they be... will, but also... I think they're if, professional if...
0: enough to not... Yeah, but also, if Southgate does go and work at the FA, they've then got him to lean on and say, listen, Gareth, I don't know if you lean can... Lean on me! I don't know if you can come and have a word with some of the boys. I think there's like a bit of a click or maybe wanting to go back. And I think he's a really good person to have in the background that he can come in and say, listen, lads, I was the manager. It's great. I love my time. I love you boys being here, but this is your gaffer now. You, you know, this is the way it's going. And I think he's going to be a really good influence if that's what he does decide to do. Shall we get back to Saturday's game?
2: Yeah, crack on, <laughs> I've not really got much more to add to what you've just mentioned there, to be fair. So with England against France, I know, Skin, you've already mentioned that you think that France are just going to have a little bit too much for us. Ooh, here the we last go. time we here beat we them go. in a competitive tournament, if I remember rightly, was 1980s, the late oh, wow. 1980s. What do you mean if
4: you remember tournament. rightly, like you were there and you watched it?
2: Mate, uh, no, 100%. if I remember rightly is and I looked that. at the statistics somewhere. <laughs> um, okay. And I believe it was around like the late 80s that we last beat them in... Um,
1: Remember Euro 2004? Zidane, for a penalty. Yeah, awful, <laughs> mate.
2: We're winning 1 0 right till end, yeah. weren't it? He's got
4: free kick and pen last, like, what, five yeah. minutes or so? Horrible oh, yeah, man.
2: So, uh, yeah. Skin,
4: I'm going to ask you first for your uh, prediction. No pressure. I've got last two, right? I know we're 3 0 victories. Come on. Uh, okay. My prediction for oh, England no. versus France is France 2 1 after extra time, 1 1 after 90 minutes.
1: Oh, Croatia esque,
4: Croatia esque. Mm. That's that's my prediction for Saturday, and it hurts me to say that. Um, Ag, you go next, mate, because you didn't have much input on the Southgate thing there. So, what's your prediction, mate?
2: I think it's it's going to be two one England. I think we're going to win. Come on, let um, I think I, I think it's going to be without a shadow of a doubt. Mbappe going to score he's top goal scorer in the tournament, but I think. With Walker, it's just going to be a case of his beating once. He's he's not going to like, consistently beat him. Walker's going to have his number throughout that game, I think. They've done plenty of research to make sure he's aware of Mbappe. But then you've got Maguire and Stones that are going to be busy dealing with Giroud and, and everyone else um, at the back. And like we've mentioned plenty of times, I think we've got a much stronger midfield. So I think within 90 minutes, we're going to win 2-1. Sam? Uh, just very oh, quickly, oh, if I could, on, just go on, on mate, what you go said on. there. Yeah, go
4: on. There's, a, there's a key battle here. You mentioned your Mbappe, your, your Girouds, but I mentioned this early in the group chat and, and we've mentioned him already with his illness, but Declan Rice is so underrated to how mm-hmm. successful yeah. our system yeah. is. Talk about it. Uh, uh, Antoine Griezmann has been one of, if not the most underrated players in this World Cup so far because of how Girouds play, because of Mbappe. I think that he's been playing more of an, a sort of an attacking mid role. Rice and Griezmann is such a key battle on Saturday yeah. night. Yeah. Keep an eye out on that because um, that, for me... Could quite easily dictate which way that game goes based on who wins that battle.
2: I'm not sure. Yeah. I'm thinking Endo's going to play a big part just for his experience of how to. It's
1: definitely, it's definitely going to be a midfield battle in it. It's yeah. definitely going to be yeah. like, won and lost in that middle there.
3: Yeah, I, I think that's where the game comes down to. Is um, this is what I'm saying? If England go out on their sword, um, trying to you know play their brand of football, I think one of the main um, things that they need to do in that game is control the middle. If we win that. That battle in the middle, I think we've got a really strong chance at um, kind of attacking well. But uh, it's tough when you've got the likes of Rabio, Griezmann-like skin saying they're such a talented squad, that France team. Uh, but we're talented as well, so I hope we take it to them.
1: Right then, Sam. Sorry, man. It, mate. It's, it's okay. No, it. no, it's okay. I've been sat here feeling sick with, with this prediction. <laughs> I've been to and fro in <laughs> all day on this moment. I've not given a shit about my rest of my locks today, my NFL locks, my football locks. It's just been this England prediction that's oh, making me feel badly. And I'm gonna go. I think this is why I feel so badly. I'm going three 2 England. Oh, and think, oh,
3: oh, can you oh, can
1: you imagine the no, scene. I don't want to. I know well, have you, like, have you got last minute winner
3: he,
1: i mean I'm not, I'm not i don't want to call the order of goals but Three, I'm going three to England. If that does happen, UFC can cock off on Saturday night. <laughs> you're you're, you're out, you're out, out. I'm getting plastered.
0: If that happens on Saturday night, honestly, <laughs>
1: that, that's why I've been feeling a bit sick. I thought, can these words? It's first time the words have left my mouth today, and I'm like, I'm, I'm going three. Everybody, get England. down to the bookies and back France go Yeah, in. lump on, lump on France. I've, I've, I've doomed us for sure. But Fricking I am pr- frick. I'm doing it. I'm going three to England. Take nice. it to, take it to the bank. Love um, it. Go on, then, Mudge.
3: I'm going to go, so my heart says I'd love England to win 2-1, but my head says it's going to go 1-1, and I've got France winning on pens. Oh, yeah, I know, I know. I, I can't like, deal with that. that I don't know, it's just England in a knockout stage, isn't it? It's got pens written all over at some point. Um, I think hopefully we'll play well enough, but whether we can outscore France is something else. But uh, yeah, I'm going to go with 1-1. And then uh, France take it on pens. Just I just didn't... on
1: your on the back of your penalties prediction, saying it's going to come along at some point. I did see before we take Kemp's prediction. Um, there was uh, there was you know a discussion about scrapping extra time in in general for the next yeah. World Cup and just going straight to penalties.
3: No way, I That's, hate that.
1: Yeah, it's it's. But <laughs> if you think about it though, extra time hasn't really produced many memorable moments uh, it, like it recently.
3: Should, I'm all no, for that personally. It's such a good um, little warm up for the pens. I think just a bit more football, just to kind of calm the nerves, and then you know your heart rates at one fifty watching the, the oh, penalty oh, I Can't deal with it.
1: Right, Ken P, go for it, mate. Oh, this is I the don't, one don't main event.
3: I'm going to say I
0: don't know. I don't know why you come, come to me last. I'm going to end this segment on a real down. It's all right, mate. We're f- fully expecting four 0 France. No, I think France are going to win 2-1. I think we'll start really well. I think we'll deal with Mbappe brilliantly in first half. I think people are going to look at Kyle Walker like he's some Greek god after that first 45 minutes. Oh, mate, it's going to be a really good first half. And then I think, unfortunately, Mr Southgate will revert back to type. I think we'll go five at back. I think we'll go negative. I think he will, you know, what do you do when you're in pressure situations? You go back to what you know. You go back to but what why, you think works. why would he, though? If, if you, if why if did he going against by, Italy?
1: No, no, no. Just going by your logic there, if, if we've had a really good first off, why would he revert to a 5 at back after that? But we had a
0: f- fantastic first
3: 15 minutes against Italy and he reverted back to time. Yeah. yep. So, no, uh he's, he's, he's a bit of a different uh, beast this time. I don't think he game. is. I don't believe yeah, it. It's only a year what, after. This tournament, we've only conceded two goals.
1: To be fair, mate, he has made some in-game changes, yeah. this tournament, and it's affected results. That Wales game, it was nil-nil at half-time. We were by far the better, yeah. si- better side in first half. Yeah. He swapped Rashford. Wales boys. But he what Rash- it doesn't matter, he made the change. He swapped Rashford and en- and Foden around. And within first opening minutes, they were both busy, got free kicks, scored, and you know yeah, away no, we yeah. were having him. Kemp, to use your logic, mate, you can't not say you don't do
4: summer, and then when he does do it, say oh it not not No, out. it's not it's that. It's just that you look
0: at you look at the circumstance. Shut the fuck which, up, mate. You look at the circumstance <laughs> in which we won that game, and you look at Rashford, he scored that free kick, and then Wales had to come at us then because they, they wanted to get some art at game. So that opened up the game. Rashford scoring that free kick opened up the game. So I'm not having him being a tactical genius against Wales, who were absolutely diabolical in this tournament.
2: What about
0: so, saying is he made changes, in he made changes and the
1: changes worked? No, not having it, boys,
0: unfortunately. I think...
4: So, I can't yeah. wait for Monday. Go either on. well, I say either way. I don't think I'll be here Monday if England lose because I can't <laughs> deal with. I can't deal with.
1: Mate, mate, I won't be here if England win. <laughs>
4: I'm
0: not going to be gloating. I'm not going to be still, gloating I'll about still, England losing. I'll still no, be I'll,
4: I, I can't deal with. I told you so. I'll just be, just be I'm Adam not, going. talk a suit performance then. Ad. Uh, yeah, I didn't say that. In for an hour.
0: <laughs> but I didn't say that when we lost <laughs> against Italy or Croatia. I didn't say that. It's like yeah, it's, but it it's just the gets worse the more. It happens, doesn't it? I'm not gonna say that. I'm not gonna say I told you so. I'm gonna be as good as everybody else, believe it or not. But uh, I, I think we'll deal with Mbappe really well, like I say, and then I think they'll just overwhelm us in second half. I think they'll like like you've just mentioned, again, Griezmann's unbelievable. And I think fucking it, come on, England. I'm getting fucking nervous now talking I about know. it. I feel the interplay between him and Mbappe and Giroud, I think it's just gonna to be too much for, for the aging midfielders um like Henderson in that second half, and I think they're gonna struggle. So
4: I don't know if it's just because and again, this is a fair point to Kemp that in the Euros run, in the last World Cup run, the, the strength of side that we played wasn't exactly massive, but yeah. this feels like a final. Like, yeah. I've got similar yeah. nerves now talking about it that I had last year against that, uh, against Italy for the Euros final. I'm like, oh, more
1: confident, is, though, uh, against Italy.
3: Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah uh, these, these are, well. these are, um, these are defending champs, aren't they? Yeah. I, will, so I will give Kemp credit in terms of the Italy performance. Um, Southgate was way too conservative the minute we scored, but you can't live in the past. And this kind of like notion that Gareth Southgate's prone to doing this, he's shown this tournament, he's actually grown in terms of his kind of, his ability to, he wants to obviously change it up in the second half. More often not, it's paid off. Don't get me wrong if he does it I'll be jumping on him straight away but I'm pretty yeah. confident that he will take it to France he's going to have to I think otherwise he's out and you know yeah. he's he's got he's got um he's got a time limit I think in terms of his uh, England career so it'll be uh, uh, yeah I'm nervous now that we've spoken about it to be honest I'm not gonna uh, lie. <laughs> well, I know we've spoke about it for way too long but just quickly
1: before we uh, move on I, I do I do, think just need to add one quick point before we go <laughs> I, do, well. I do uh, I do think he has been quite I dare say, brave. This tournament is stuck to his four at back rather than defaulting to a yeah. five, which everybody yeah. thought he was going to start the tournament with. Stuck to a four at back, he's, he's put that extra attacker on in in dumping Phillips and you know letting Bellingham push on, and is is um, even dropping Rashford. I know he was a massive decision to drop Rashford after two goals. Is bringing Saka on, and Saka's been just as you know as good, if not even better than Rashford. So he has made these t- tough calls really, and I think they have paid yeah. off so far.
0: In my opinion so far this tournament and again the group stage wasn't it wasn't the, the most difficult group and again we were was fortunate on FIFA with that for one. rankings. Well, FIFA rankings can shove them up your arse. Um it, 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 listen, the only game that I I sort of agree with you on is the Wales game. It did make those changes, they did affect the game. It's one thing making those changes against Wales, it's another thing, you know, against Rob Page. I mean, I'm not being funny, I love Rob Page, he's a former <laughs> <don't> blade. <laughs> he's a former blade, I love him. I walked out of tunnel with him in two thousand and four when I was a mascot. Is it if that's how you I talk did. about
4: the people you love? I don't think about how you talk but, about the yeah, but you but you've got to
0: think about it. Rob Page is he's, he's not a tactical genius, he's no Deschamps. He's no Deschamps, absolutely <laughs> no. not. So, so, what concerns me, and again, oh Moja, I completely understand what you're saying, and I do partially agree when, when you talk about the Wales pointing that he changed it. But until, and this goes for everybody in any sport or in life, until you prove to me that you can do something that you haven't done, I won't believe you can do it. He's not proven to me in the past that he can tactically change things against a seasoned. Really good tactical manager. He's never proven that to me before. But and he's I've really fucking good with that. And I've got yeah, no, draft, but, but <laughs> I've got no, but I've got no belief. Yeah, he's he's just as gutted about my opinions as you're buzzing with yours. He don't no give no, a shit. No, no. But he, I've busy. not, got, I've not got any belief in the fact that he can do this against somebody like Deshaun. Uh-huh. because he's never done it against an experienced manager before. And I won't believe it until I see it.
2: Right. I'll, let's move on. We'll go on. We're gonna. Have I'll, one more I'll just comments.
0: close it on this. I'll close it on this, and that's it. Right. La- The
4: mistakes that he made in World Cup 2018, he learnt and he got better on in the Euros. So let's give him the opportunity because so far in this tournament, like Sam said, he has learnt and he has improved on the mistakes that he made in the Euros. Let's fucking have it.
2: Against Wales. It's coming home, boys. Okay, so if England do beat France on Saturday evening, they will play the winner of Morocco against Portugal, also taking place on Saturday at a three o'clock kickoff. Skin, I'm going to come across to you for your prediction of Morocco-Portugal first.
4: Morocco haven't conceded a goal yet. They've took part in a penalty shootout and they've still not conceded a goal. Stingy. They have, haven't they? Um, They've
2: conceded one, haven't they?
4: No, they didn't concede in the group stages. It were 0-0 against Spain, and then they won 3-0 on pens. I'm
2: sure the stat you showed us earlier said Morocco yeah. had scored four and conceded one. Have they? Who did yeah. they concede against?
4: Canada. Alfonso yeah. Davis didn't see that header? Yeah, fair enough. I didn't think they'd conceded. My bad. Uh, Morocco versus Portugal. I'm going to go 2-1 Portugal.
1: Wow. Sam? 2-0. Uh, 2-0. Oh, I think it would be a dominant performance as well. Portugal, sorry. Yeah. Portugal,
2: too. No. <laughs> <laughs> Sound? Um, Mudge?
3: Uh, give me 3 0. I'll go 3 0 Portugal. Um, I think, uh, yeah, they're, they're looking solid at the moment. So 3 0 Portugal.
0: And Kemp? Agree with Mudge. 3 0 Portugal with Ooh. a race from Ramos, I think.
1: Oh, top boy.
2: I'm yeah. going to be that guy on I and go Morocco. I've got these as my wild card, so I feel like I've got to stick yeah. within the rhythm. So I'm going to yeah, say. One nil Morocco. He's a lone that... wolf. Ow! There we go. <laughs> <laughs> but by that you that back in Portugal, I'm in the favourite position. By bo- uh, back in uh, Morocco, so that's true. Fine. Good logic. Um, we'll go back to front this time, and we'll start with Kemp Croatia against Brazil on Friday evening. Oh,
0: Brazil. Brazil, Brazil, lovely. Yeah, Brazil. Richardson to bag. Yeah, I think it's going to be a fairly comfortable performance. I don't think Croatia have been that impressive this World Cup. So, yeah, I think Brazil will walk all over them, to be honest. I think it will
2: be 2-0, but comfortable. 2-0 Brazil. Uh, Mudge?
3: I'll go 3-1 Brazil. Um, I think, yeah, like Croatia haven't been lights out, but they've got still an experienced side, and they've been at this stage before. So, uh, 3-1, though, that Brazil team is rampant at the moment.
2: Okay. Sam?
1: Uh, I'm going to go another 2 0 Brazil. I keep forgetting. <laughs> <You> <laughs> keep forgetting. The
3: team.
1: <laughs> 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 Terrible. 2 <laughs> 0 Brazil. And again, I think it's very comfortable.
2: OK, skin. I'm going to go 3 0 Brazil. I'm going to go 4 0 Brazil. Oh my goodness. Oh, wow. There we go. Huge frisky. Uh, that game is at three o'clock. Just to be clear, that this is actually being recorded before that game's being played, although True. it will go out after the game's <laughs> finished. And uh, uh, yeah. just
1: a, just a moment's uh, silence on that, because this is the very last 3pm game of the World Cup. Oh, oh. oh. thought it were bad it? Went 10am game finished. How gutting is that? No, um, no, it's not. Saturday, the, the Saturday, final. Saturday. The final's at three o'clock. Oh, is it? The, the oh, Sunday, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Sunday I've made it right pigs
0: here. I'll, I'll go get some <laughs> fucked off, shall I? I would if I were you. Jesus Christ.
2: Um, the seven o'clock game on Friday evening, Netherlands against Argentina. Skin. Netherlands to win on penalties. Oh, I'd love Ooh, that. Go with sweepstake. I
3: like, I like that.
2: Nice. Um
1: Sam. I can't look past Argentina. Despite Netherlands being my boys on the sweepstake, I am gonna go with Messi and Co. three two.
2: Okay. Oh, okay. Nice. Uh Mudge. Uh
3: Netherlands three one. I don't know. Ooh. I've got a weird feeling they're just gonna do do some damage. I think uh Louis Van Hal's army are looking good, so uh, Love that so much. Yeah, well a uh, three one.
0: Kemp. I think I'm gonna agree with Mudge again. Yeah, Netherlands are going to come out of this with a win. I think they have looked really impressive. I think they've gone under the radar. And I think I mentioned it the other day when the Netherlands were playing, there was a, a video package just for the game on Van Hall's career. And obviously he's been, you know, quite poorly in the past few a years. Man. So I think I'd love it for, I'd love it ch- ch- channeling my inner man, Kevin Keegan. Um But oh, I would definitely goodness. love it if the Netherlands came out of that game. And I'm going to back them
1: to do so. I'm going to say 2-1 Netherlands. Am I right in thinking that I'm a lone wolf there, picking Argentina? You yeah, are. you are that's brilliant. Yeah. That that is <laughs> absolutely insane.
0: <laughs>
1: yep. Captain <an> <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Nintendo.
1: Wow. I think I've gone a complete mirror image as well. I've got three two on Friday, three two Saturday, and then two nil yeah. Friday, two 0 Saturday. So yeah.
2: Let's let's move on to the locks of the week that we need to get through. Um so Mudge, I'm gonna come to you first because I haven't done that yet, so it's in the interest of fairness.
3: Okay, so, locks of the week. Uh, I, Dawson's I think, fuming, by the way. It'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's better not take man. You're talking NFL, right? No, 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 no. Foot air. Foot air. Right. Foot Foot my, air. Lo- my locks of the week are, I think, I hate doing this. I'm going to hate doing this, but... Please I don't think, pick England. I think Portugal are going to be my lock of the week. Yeah, um, that's not bad. Against uh, Morocco. I, I, I fucking love what Morocco have done they have injected some absolute atmosphere into this um, World Cup with the the, the tournament they're having so far. But that Portugal team looked absolutely unbelievable. Ronaldo who? Yeah, yeah, fuck that guy. I mean, they dropped him and his replacement, Ramos, scored a (laughs) hat-trick. What a boy. What a boy. Yeah, I'm going to go with um, Portugal uh, for my lock of the week. And I have got uh, Ramos scoring again
1: How good were Clive Tilsley and McCoy on the, on the call? Oh, no. hey, Clive's mate. gone home He's gone home Has yeah. oh, he, he, he... he? He's, he's gone, gone home,
3: home mate. He flew That was his
1: back
4: last game today. Yeah yeah He's not on any Oh my god no That's awful Criminal.
1: Criminal isn't it? Terrible
4: move on. Not even a quarter final
2: stage He's gone home, oh, gone home mate. Sorry Adam It's alright mate No you, you shed a tear for Tech I like, come if on If you want it's fine mate uh, We'll move across to Kemp Short and sweet if you could please
0: Fucking hell, all right, then. <laughs> all right, I've got Yeovil
2: lock at week. <laughs> next. Gora <laughs> <laughs> Richardson next. Don't Thank need you. that yet, mate. <laughs> um, skin?
4: My lock of the week. And, Mud, you're going to hate this, but this weekend I am going Chesterfield Football Club. Ooh, my lock of the week at home <sighs> to Dorking. I will be there on Saturday cheering them on. And hopefully securing me back-to-back locks of the week. Drop my scorer as well, Aggie. Yeah, while well, we're there, uh, for my lock—sorry, uh, my scorer of the week—I'm going to go to League Two, Northampton Town, Sam Hoskins, <clears throat> one of <throat> the top scorers in League Two so far this season. He is my scorer
1: for the weekend. Thank you, Sam. Kemp's took me—took uh, me first choice scorer here. I can't lie, so I'm going to have to go somewhere else on there. My lock of the week is Brazil to beat Croatia. Nice. Yeah. I uh, am quite confident with that. Asia. I think Croatia looked, uh, looked pretty poor against Japan. It were only because Japan was just that bad at penalties they got through. So, are uh, you having I'm...
0: that about your boy skin there?
1: Yeah, but well, I'm a mate. Wrong... It's warranted, mate. They were horrific. Fucking terrible. Uh, so, yeah, Bra- Brazil to beat Croatia. And uh, give me your score a while. I mean, it was going to be Richarlison. But I am going to go for go on. Go on. Kempi's man, Oliver McBurney.
0: Oh, I'm not sure. I don't know if he's field. fit, is
1: he? Oh, if he's if he's not fit, I fucked it. I don't but... think
0: he's fit, mate. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <fucking hell. laughs> that's it then. My, my
1: first choice for Charl- not gone, so that's my backup. So uh I am uh...
0: to it.
2: Fair enough. Um, both of my first ones have been taken. Oh no, so... sorry,
0: sorry to interrupt you, Ag. Um, it looks like he's just come coming back from injury, so he might feature. So you might be all right. Sound? I'm backing him. Bash.
2: Fingers crossed for you, Sam. Um. Both might have been taken, so I'm going to go to my second choices. My lock of the week for the team is Sheffield United to beat Huddersfield, second oh! in the championship against that bottom was, of the That was my backup. Um, so I've gone for that one. And my lock of the week for a goal scorer is Cody Gakpo. Who...
3: Ooh! Ooh, that's a good pick. I love that one. Three can goals in four games. Can I just say... Chesterfield has no fucking place in this podcast. Shut the fuck up, <laughs> mate. He he says it's lock of the week. You bro. single
4: lock 100%. of the week. Look at their home form. Technique Stadium is mate, a fortress
3: this season. Look at their home form. I don't give a fuck about their home or away form. Stop mentioning that fucking shit club. It's lock of the week, bro. Kemp said fucking Yeovil. What are you on about?
4: Yeah, but that's massive compared know? to town. Oh, grow up now! What do
0: you mean he's, he's getting to... what you expect? Yeah,
1: massive off. everywhere. They go. are <laughs> massive everywhere, everywhere. They go. go. Let,
2: let, let's move on everywhere to uh, let's move on to the wild card before we get too insorting towards Chesterfield. Kemp, I'll come for you uh, for the wild, wild card well done. this time.
0: Yeah, you just ruined it now, mate. Well done. Um, my wild card for the week. I'm going to have Wigan Athletic to beat Millwall away. They're all going to be wearing the Stone Island. Uh, and they're going to have a new manager bounce when Colo Colo Torre steps into the dugout. Ooh, so. Yes,
3: great
2: nice. shout, uh, Mudge. Will you give me Mads. this? I'm
3: going to go. Mudge, I'm going to go Netherlands to beat Argentina.
4: You fucking cunt, man! Was Netherlands to qualify?
3: Yeah, I got Netherlands to beat man, Argentina. That's a wild wow card. Yeah. I, I that yeah, I think so. Argentina are favourites in that. And yeah, on what FIFA yeah. World Ranking say? So.
1: I don't know. I think there's a difference between backing a favourite and backing a wild card, didn't they? I don't know. That's my. I thought they
3: were both pretty even myself, but no. They've uh, they've got um they've got Netherlands at just under three to one and Argentina at just over evens.
1: Oh, fair enough.
3: Yeah. So Any kind um, they're, of
1: three to one, I guess.
3: They're they're favouring Messi, but I think that Netherlands team are looking a bit saucy.
2: Fair enough, uh, Sam. I'll come across to you next because I know Skin said that his has been taken, so it gives me a bit more time to think of one.
1: Thank you. Okey-doke. So I have gone for Oxford to beat Barnsley at home. God, these are so shit now. Well, Cups coming to an end, aren't they? It's, uh, it's 14th versus fourth, and Barnsley lost the last game, and Oxford are actually unbeaten in the last five. So my logic there is back in Oxford at home to beat Barnsley.
4: Nice skin. I ain't got out yet, mate, so you do yours. <laughs>
2: Um, I'm going to be that guy, and I'm going to go with what I'd hope would happen as opposed to uh, what I necessarily think will happen, and I'm going to go with Morocco to beat Portugal. Nice. Oh my God, you I bastard. like that.
4: Why not? I'm really stuck, you know, because I have my heart set on Netherlands to qualify, being my, uh, being my wild card of the week, and I don't really know where to go now, but I am going to take a shot, and I am going to say...
1: You're on the clock here.
4: I know I'm on the clock, mate. I'm fucking can't tell you how much I'm struggling. I'm so sorry. Really well, Sunny really... Weaver Junior, pull it out. Sunny <laughs> Weaver Junior, right? Okay, come on. Um, I am going to go as my lock of the week. Q- uh, my wild card, sorry, QPR to beat Burnley. I've picked one at random because I'm struggling. There we go. Nice.
2: There are the locks of the week and the wild card. Back in just a few moments' time to preview this upcoming UFC action. Welcome back to episode 11 of Loaded Sports. And on Saturday night... On Come Sunday. and get your sexy daily. You think you're special. <laughs> ah, he's back. There we go. On Saturday night in Las Vegas, we've got UFC 282. Over to you, Kemp. You sounded
0: so glamorous when you said Las Vegas then. I felt
2: like <laughs> I
0: were like going to an Elvis show. Uh-huh. It looks like yeah, Elvis. Yeah, he did. Whew, that was <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yeah.
1: It does look like May a fucking visit. hound
3: dog. Oh,
0: yeah. baby.
3: Scrappy lid. Shoddy lid, yeah. Right, shoddy, shoddy I said scrappy. <laughs> scrappy. <laughs> scrappy.
0: So, yeah, we've got UFC 282 this weekend. Um, a, a bit of a change to this event. It was originally going to be Yiri Prohaska against Glover Tashira for the Light Heavyweight Championship of the World. Um, Yiri, the champion, has actually had to pull out a few months ago. Well, a few weeks Yuri ago. Geller. Yeah, if you want, due to an injury. Uh, and he didn't want any of Ankolaev. So the new main yeah. event is going to be Jan Blachowicz versus Ankolaev for the Light Heavyweight Championship of the World. It's not an interim championship. It is the full title. So it's a bit of a change. There's been a couple of changes to the uh, to the fight card. Mudge, um, what are you looking forward to most about this weekend's event?
3: Hey, it is Paddy. Paddy the baddie. I think, um, like you say, Yuri pulled out. Um, I think he busted his shoulder, didn't he? Yes, um,
0: it's a pretty bad shoulder injury. Yeah,
3: yeah. but um, I think uh, Jan Blakowicz is a, a seasoned vet. He's uh, been around for a while. He's got a good chance of maybe going for the light heavyweight championship. But mm-hmm. Paddy the Baddy, I mean, he is—he's turning into a bit of a superstar, isn't he? Um, for the for the UFC, and um, yeah, he's the co-main as well. So you know, I think at some point, Paddy the Baddy's going to be the uh, the main event. Contending for a, for a title, um, but I think Ooh, he's still in bold. terms of in terms of his name, he's the yeah. he's the pulling power on this card for me personally. Um, good to see ta- uh, Darren Till fighting again against Duplissy. Oh, um, no, I'm, I'm
1: not going to have any input on this segment except for this, right? Did anyone see the Paddy the Buddy uh, door doorbell? Cam? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, <laughs> dogs <Yeah>. took a <laughs> slappy shot. How do you love? <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. <stuff> <laughs> that's literally you all you what what, I've got though, to add it, it makes him so endearing though, does not it? Yeah, he's, you yeah, know, he's this brilliant. UFC fighter, he's so yeah. on the rise. Yeah. He's probably the hottest star in the UFC at the moment and he's just was taking his dog for a walk. Sorry love, oh, yeah. me dog's had a shit outside your house. So you know, it, it really brings so him back brilliant. down to earth, doesn't it? And it makes Absolutely. him so much more relatable as a fighter and that's what yeah. you want. You want to be so, able to relate to these guys. So just so, a
1: note, uh, my only input on the UFC tonight <laughs> it's is a great about input. is about talking about dog shit. It's a great input though. It's a great input. Nice. So yeah,
0: the card opens up, the, the main card opens up with Bryce Mitchell versus Aaliyah Um Tupura, I don't know if you remember, was the guy that Paddy was beefing with at the last UFC London. So that would yeah. be an interesting fight if it happened. But yeah, both unbeaten fighters, uh, both on the cusp of the top te- top five in the, uh, in the featherweight division, uh, which is very stacked. But there is a little bit of a gap between Volkanovski and the rest of the contenders. Hence the reason he's having that fight with Islam Makachev for the lightweight title. So, um, yeah, that's going to be an interesting fight. As you just mentioned there, uh, Mudge, you've got Darren Till versus Drikas Duplessis. Um, I think it's going to be a sad affair for UK fight fans, to be quite honest. I think Duplessis is on a good run and Darren Till is coming off a bit of a layoff and he's also lost four out of his last five. So I think that's going to be a bit of a sad one, Mudge, unfortunately, for Darren Till. I don't know if you agree.
3: I agree. I think he's pretty much known as being um, um like housewife nowadays. Um, I think. Who comes at yeah. Mate,
0: these <laughs> names are so confusing. I struggle. <laughs> I struggle <laughs> off at times. <that. laughs>
4: yeah, you yeah. didn't struggle there, mate. Did you show off about it? Yeah, I think, Juma- right, he, um, I think
3: uh, what you see, uh, you mostly see Darren Till nowadays when he's training with Shumayev. And uh, yeah, I I, I I don't, I think he's past his best. And uh, yeah, I agree with you. I think Duplessis wins that one.
0: Yeah, I, I don't think it's going to be a a long fight. To be honest, I think Duplessis is going to finish it pretty quickly, and I think it'll unfortunately be the end of, of Darren Till as a as a draw, and and even maybe as a main and you know a main card player. Dawson, I don't know if you've followed much of Darren Till over the past few years. He
4: started off really well, didn't he? he? Started to get a little bit of momentum behind him, but I think he's at the the journeyman stage now. He'll, he'll always do you a decent spot on the card, but he, he's past the point now where he might be main event in a card. I'm sure he'll get a spot in London next year. Um, yeah, that'd be but, nice. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, he's at the journeyman stage of his career, which there's nothing wrong with that. You know, he's got a very good following. A lot of people do rate him, but yeah, I think he's he's past his prime with, especially with his recent form that you mentioned there, Ken.
0: He's still quite young, though, as well. It surprises you about Darren Till. You think he's, you know, he's because he seems like he's been around for so long. He's only 29. Yeah. So if this is, you know, if he's at a journeyman stage at 29, then that's such a shame because, you know, I think he was fighting for the world weight title at 25 years of age. So it's, yeah. it's crazy how, how the fight game can just take you out of it like that. Next, we've got um, uh, a late notice change. We had Robbie Lawler against Santiago Ponzinibbio. Um, But unfortunately, Robbie Lawler has had to withdraw from the fight. So we've got Moreno stepping in for him now. Um, I think it's going to be an interesting fight. But again, you know, I think a lot of people, you know, a draw for, for them is Robbie Lawler. He's such a legend of the game. And it's a shame that he did have to pull out of that fight. Moving on yeah. to the co-main event and the main event for some people, um, especially on, Paddy. myself, Paddy, the Baddy Pimler is fighting Jared Gordon. It's a bit of a step up for him. I think it's going to be a very tough fight, but I can see Paddy coming through this one with a TKO win. Uh, he's just such an enigma. And I think, you know, we'll get into Jared Gordon's head. Jared Gordon is a little bit chinny. He has been knocked out by Charles de Bronx Oliveira, and that's no shame losing against Oliveira, former yeah. lightweight champion of the world, but you know getting knocked out against him he's known as a submission specialist and uh, Paddy the Paddy can definitely crack just as hard as Charlie Olive so uh, I think Paddy the Paddy's going to take it Dawson you're really wrong on these subjects what do you think I am going to go Paddy wins with around 45 seconds left in round two nice like it lump on everybody because he is as I said really wrong Coming up to the main event, uh, Jan Blachowicz versus Magomed Ankalaev. Again, I think I might have butchered that one much, so you're not on your own. But yeah, Magomed Ankalaev in the main event for, as I mentioned, the undisputed light heavyweight championship of the world after Yuri Prohaska and Glover Teixeira was cancelled. I think personally, Magomed Ankalaev takes the win via TKO. Um, Jan's shown that in high-pressure situations he can quit. He, he he lost his light heavyweight championship against a forty-plus year old Glover Teixeira in a pretty pathetic showing, to be honest. I think Glover yeah. got him in a half arse rear naked choke, and he tapped pretty much straight away. So I think it's time for for Ankulaev and and the 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 combat sambo guys to take over a new division. And he has got a bit of you know he has got a fair bit of power in his hands as well. And I think. Jan Blachowicz will be so worried about the wrestling and the the skill that he's got on the ground that I think he'll leave himself open for a big shot much and I think he'll get knocked out. What do you think?
3: Yeah, I agree. I think um in terms of reach, I think Jan's um three inches longer, isn't he? Um I wish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> standard. That's but, standard. Uh, I think uh, yeah, I've got Anne Clive winning as well. I think uh, it's his time. And yeah. uh, I think he won his last fight by CKO as well. And... I believe
0: so. Yeah, yeah, and it's interesting because the you know he is Dagestani, and it's interesting because you know a lot of Dagestani's are known for their superior grappling, superior wrestling, submission game. But in the woods, yeah, but but yeah. like in the hills, but like I say, Ankelayev, he's got such power in his hands, and I'm not saying that the Dagestani's don't hold power in the hands because they definitely do. But I think Magomed Ankalaev pound for pound, is probably the the hardest hitting Dagestani uh, that's that's fought in the UFC yeah. so far. Dawson, do you agree? Do you concur? I do, mate. And I would
4: also like to put my name to a round two finish for Ankleia nice. on Saturday
0: night slash Sunday Again, morning. everybody, lump on, lump on. But yeah, I mean, in his last fight, he knocked out Anthony Smith. Anthony Smith's no chump, you know, former light heavyweight contender. And I think it's hopefully going to be a bit of a rebuild for the light heavyweight division. You know, since John Jones left to go up to heavyweight, it's not been the best in terms of excitement. Um, I think the UFC were secretly hoping that Izzy would, you know, step up and take that title, but unfortunately it didn't happen. So, yes, fingers crossed we can breathe some new life back into that division. And also breathing new life into into UFC is exactly what the, you know, the event did in London this past year. Um, I think Dana White was on record saying that, you know, after he came to London, uh, and I think a few of us watched that show, he's really, really high on the UK again. So much so that for March the 18th, 2023, UFC 286 is going to be at the O2 Arena in London. So rest assured, a couple of the Loaded Sports Boys, myself, Mudge, maybe Dawson included as well, if he fancies it. Media Um, passes, baby. (laughs) Fingers crossed. But yeah, we're going to see if we can grab some tickets to that and uh, keep your eyes on Loaded Sports socials because we'll, uh, we'll definitely drop some content, some vlogs, and hopefully get a few snippets of some interviews with some fans down there as well. Fingers crossed. So... That's going to be a good event and UFC 286 is coming back to London, the second numbered UFC event in UK history. So looking forward Woo! to that.
1: Getting.
0: in. Thank you very much, Adam. Aggie, so that do...
2: I was going to say in just a few moments time, we're going to be heading on to talk about week 14 of the NFL season, but first
4: we've got a game. go. Shall we do the draw, lads? That's the uh, competition 50 time, 50 boys. Competition time, competition winner announcement. So, Uh, Just a very quick reminder, in episode nine, so two episodes ago, last week's weekend preview, Sam asked a question, which Sam,
1: would you like to very quickly repeat what that question was? The question was, who was the World Cup Golden Boot winner in 2018? And the answer, of course, is Adam. Adam. Harry Kane. Fuck well, me, it's not Adam.
0: He can't
2: fucking back save his life. Hang on. Hang on. I scored I was just testing him. I was just making sure until the awake. I scored
1: Imagine if he didn't know it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course it's uh, it's Harry Kane. So yes. for all those who uh, who got it right, well done, and thanks uh, for everyone. Uh, thanks for everyone did get it right. We thought we would give them a simple question, and no
4: no doubt Google's there if needed. Yeah, but of course. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, uh, fortunately we didn't get any incorrect answers. But I got the wheel. Oh mate, I I, I wouldn't have had heart to tell them. <laughs> someone someone someone's listened to about an hour's worth of our content, and they come and get answer wrong. <laughs> 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 well, hopefully they enjoyed the hour of content, and they decided. To stick around that's that was the aim of the game but um i've got all the winners up on my um wheel on my phone right now i'm going to spin it it is a 30 second spin so lads if you can give me a bit of background music a bit of a drum roll whatever you want to do keep, it, clean, keep spin, it Jesus safe. Christ yes mate you've got to keep it tense haven't you so uh Sam drum roll please
1: but for 30 seconds, 30 second drum roll. That's <laughs> I'm brutal. not giving you a 30 that is second brutal. drum roll. i tell you what, let us know
0: when there's five seconds left, and then we'll drop a drum roll. I don't that's know, mate. Right. I didn't start counting, it's not got a countdown
4: on it, but it's spinning. Oh, it, the wheel is currently spinning as it's we speak. It's and the winner, holy shit, of the 50 pound Amazon voucher, holy shit, just in time for Christmas to treat either a loved one, or if you're Sam, yourself. <laughs> that winner is Richard, the sexy man, Shellswell.
3: Well, oh, well done, for Richard. Richard. Thank well you down, Richard.
4: So Shells, when you listen to this, I'm not going to announce it on any of the socials. People can come and listen to the episode to find out if they've won or not. Drop me a message, mate, and we'll, we'll get it sorted for you by the end of the weekend. But well done to you, and a massive thank you to everyone that Got involved, shared the post, um, obviously answered the question to try and get involved. And also, as well, I just want to make a quick point, because this week we have seen massive growth. I put it on Facebook about mm. the increase in followers and, and um, uh, new listeners as well. But the amount of feedback that we're individually getting in our DMs is, has been brilliant. The, the feedback we're getting is positive about what we're doing heartwarming indeed and again this is our what 11th episode is it now yep so we're still very very early days we haven't got any experience in this the the best way that we can describe it which is how much described it was we're just trying to transport that charisma and that fun that we have in a playstation party into a in, into a broadcasting platform and, and exactly hopefully it. you're enjoying it but we're only going to get more comfortable we're only going to get better and we can't wait to have you along for the ride so yeah thank you to yeah. everyone that's been involved so far thank you,
3: thank you very you much, everybody. Love, love.
2: Nicely put, Skin. Uh, We'll move Mm. on to the NFL and week 14 of the NFL season in just a few moments. Welcome back to episode 11 of Loaded Sport. Okay, the only time that I stop so that you can do your singing and dancing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, <great>. got <laughs> we've got him. We've got him. We've got him his yeah. head. logical torture, that. Nah. There we go. Um, NFL week 14. Loaded <laughs> Sport. Walk off. Too late now. <laughs> you do.
0: I can see it in <laughs> your eyes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> week fourteen of the NFL is. season. We're going to start with the locks of the week, as promised. Mudge, I'm going to come across to you first.
3: Thank you, thank you. My locks of the week. Um, I'm going to go Eagles to beat them Giants. Back to um, We're eleven and one, and uh, I'm hoping and thinking we're going to go twelve and one against a very good football team. But uh, yeah, a division rival. I'm hoping we beat them twelve and one. Drop My lock there. of the week? It's a good lock. Do you have a scorer? Uh gimme AJ Brown. AJ oh, Brown will score this game. Mind.
2: Move on to
0: Kemp. I'm gonna stay in the NFC East with the Dallas Cowboys beating the Houston Texans. How about them boys Texans? How about them Cowboys <laughs> are <laughs> gonna beat the Houston Texans? I think everybody can agree the Texans are a bit of a dumpster fire this year, and the Cowboys are looking pretty strong at nine and three. So my luck of the week for the win is going to be the Dallas Cowboys beating the
1: Houston Texans. I think as safe as a bet it is backing any running back to score against the Packers D, it's backing any other team to beat the Texans as you <laughs> lock every yeah. single week. I think you're always going to be safe step. with that. Mm. I think
0: it's, to be fair though, I do think it's the first time uh. Uh. <laughs> It's uh. not special. How? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I do think it's uh, the first time I've picked against the Texans so far but you I'll be free Oh, for no it for is 100% I
1: went me. saying you personally I picked them I think last week no, so no just, I get it, it I'm just everyone's surprised taking it
0: turns. Well I'm just surprised that I well I'm not surprised that I haven't because I'm I'm fucking useless at this but uh hey, yeah, come on that's my luck of the week this week and <laughs> my uh, my scorer is going to be CMC Questionable today Yeah he's a boy though isn't he He'll get through that, don't you worry? They I mean, him. I'm fingers, yeah. I'm hoping for my fantasy more than anything else, but I am playing Dib and he's got like three players active, so should you know
1: that QB Dodgers Dodger QB situation. They're going to need him. I think he'll he'll be all right. Yeah, yeah. should be fine.
4: Fair enough skin. My lock of the week for the NFL is the Cincinnati Bengals to beat the Cleveland Browns. Bengals are in phenomenal form at the moment. Joe Mixon expected to be back as well against a very weak Browns rush defense. So they're my lock. And my score of the week wow. is. The King, Big Bad, Derek Henry.
1: Wow, I am astounded at that lock. I can't lie. Why? Because the Browns are like semi-decent-ish. Fuck Browns, mate. Mate, They were awful against Texans last week. Yeah, no, I'm very surprised. Lock of the week, the
4: the result that you are most confident in and with the form Bengals are in, they are my most confident pick this week. They are the hottest team in the the AFC,
2: I think. There you go. I'm hoping Sam earth. doesn't steal mine now, but I'm going to go across to you, Sam.
1: So, I am going, and I've got to feel it probably will be taking yours. I'm going Chiefs to beat Broncos. It is not mine. Oh, yeah. Nine, no, nine and three nice. Chiefs uh, against the Mirror Image three and nine Broncos. Chiefs Highest lost. scoring team against the lowest scoring that's team. All need, that's all you need to say in it. Chiefs lost as well last week, don't forget, against the Bengals. It's going to be a yeah. perfect bounce back game, I think, this for Paddy Mahomes. And uh, I think he's going to go scorched earth on these motherfuckers. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah, scorer. You're so proud scorer. of yourself to get that in, do <laughs> Yeah,
1: I am. I am. Uh, scorer, now nah, I feel a bit bad because I want to go for tonight's game. And I know if you're listening to it tomorrow, it. I was going to go my boy Devontae again, but I think I've backed him a fair amount. So I'm not going to go Devontae this time. I'm going to go my, for my backup, and I'm going to go Travis Kelsey against the Broncos with my lock. Nice to score as
2: well. Travis Kelsey actually leads the league in receiving touchdowns this season. It does. uh, We're looking at that when going for uh, my lock of the week. Um, My team that I'm going for is the Vikings to beat the Lions. And I believe this win would secure the Vikings, the NFC North as well. And I think that's all you really need to go up against the Lions anyway, isn't it? They've not been great all season on defense. They've just been better than us. No,
3: I, I I think that's a bogey game. I
2: do. I'm with fully I think with that's a
3: bogey game, And yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't bash the Lions. The Lions have been gritty this year. Yeah. Um I just think uh I think they're a few pieces away from actually being a really good team. I honestly and, have um in fact, funnily enough, I've I think I've yeah, I've got it later. I think I've not got Vikings winning that. I'm not saying I've got Lions winning that for Cert, but that is an up in the air game. Like I can't really choose who wins that. Uh, I think Dan Campbell's kind of solidified his uh, his job as head coach for next year because I know he was on the hot seat, but th- those boys are going to run through a wall for him. Um, so, yeah, I'm surprised that you pick Ag.
1: Tell you what, you're going to make me sweat on my bet when
2: I'm backing all our locks here and you've picked them. <laughs> oh, I'm going to be sweating. <laughs> It'll be fine. Um, and the touchdown scorer skins mentioned him, albeit briefly. I'm going to go with Joe Mixon for the Bengals against the Browns, returning back. Um, and I just think that, like Skin said, that, that was my backup lock of the week. I think the Bengals are going to run away with that game, and I'd go as far as saying, as, as much as you're going to probably give me grief for saying this is a lock of the week as well, he's going to get at oh least God. a rushing touchdown and a receiving touchdown. Oh, my God, year. it's double That's, down. I'm going to go with that for Joe Mixon. KFC
4: double down, love it. Mm. I'll take that because he's in both my
1: fantasy teams, so yes, please. We going, um, or shall we go snake draft style on the uh, the wild card? Uh,
2: yeah, it's, does that mean you want me to start with the wild card? Yeah, go. you may as well go for yeah. it. Go for um, your wild card. I was stuck between two, but I'm going to go with the Steelers to beat the Ravens. Does that count Ooh. as a wild card? Yeah, it definitely wow, counts. Wow, wow. I know okay. Lamar's out, so that's going to be a bit Is he definitely Eagles. out? i put it down on my notes that he's potentially out because of the injury, but if he's definitely out, that probably strengthens... He's uh, out, my argument, yeah. He's out, he's out as for far a few as weeks. I've
0: seen, I'm sure he's out for a couple of weeks. He is questionable on the fantasy app, but yeah, oh, no, he,
3: he <laughs> def- he's definitely out for a few weeks. I think it's a PCL or an MCL spring, which is it's not season ending, but it's pretty serious. Like, he's not, I don't think he's going to be playing this week.
2: Okay. okay, well, probably strengthens my argument a bit more than I fancy the Steelers to beat the Ravens there. So that's going to be my. Uh, my wild card. Um... It's
0: interesting that you say that, though, Adam, and, and absolutely fair enough, having that as your wild card. Get that, but interestingly, on Sky Bet, the Pittsburgh Steelers are four to five on to win that game. Dodgy, probably know dodgy. About, I
1: don't pick. what we don't. That could be due to Lamar.
0: That's, that is purely down to
2: Lamar. Definitely, yeah. Yeah. definitely, it's like, it's like, yeah. They've not really stood out even with him over these last couple of weeks, though. To be fair, have they?
3: No. they've been a bit they've been a bit leaky haven't they they've kind of hit a bad run of form I, I've got Andrews in uh, fancy, Mark Andrews and uh, yeah he's been flunking as well that that team's nowhere uh, near last year's production is it no well he started off hot but I think uh, yeah this year I think uh, Greg is it Greg Norman is it uh, <laughs> <laughs> their their uh, offensive coordinator is uh, I think he's on the hot seat I think he'll go at the end of this season so yeah, Ravens are struggling.
2: Fair enough. I'm, I'm right in saying it's Sam next?
1: I think so. So I was going to have the Jags to beat the Titans. However, I then remembered that Derek Henry loves playing against the Jags and he yep. tears That's them up every He's single time. He's got the 99-yard touchdown against them, didn't he? Yeah, Yeah, every single game he just dominates them so I have kind of stepped back away from that and I am going to double down on the game me and Mudge both fancy and I am going to take the lines to beat the Vikings you
4: fucking bastard I didn't say a fucking word during you two
1: talking about that Purely because I was going to save it for no, this. I did, I did say I was going to mention it a bit later in that <laughs> when, I, when I said it, because that's oh, the reason why I've got them down. What happens, what happens oh, in that's a snake why draft, you
2: wanted mate. The snake format. That's what happens.
4: Fuck's sake. Literally did not say one word. Lions have won four out of the last five. They're finally winning games. The one game they lost was three points to the Bills. They are beating the Vikings on Sunday.
2: Fuck's sake. Thank you. You say, for fuck's sake, they're my lock. Jeez, this is going to end up awfully for me. Um, so we're going to skip skin then to let him find another one. Or have you got a backup planned?
4: No, I haven't, mate. I go in. I think it's Mudge next anyway. You know?
0: Oh, it? no, Mudge
1: went first.
2: <laughs>
0: I'm going to go New York Jets to beat the Buffalo Bills. <laughs> Bills. That's yeah, that's Holy sheet. Just a bit of fun. You know, <laughs> to be fair, but the, the Bills had a lot of hype around them at the start of the season. And I think a lot of that's the, the, sort of drowned away and they've not looked themselves in the past few weeks, especially Josh Allen at quarterback. And the Jets are a little bit unpredictable. They can pull a result out of nowhere, can't they? So uh, I'm going to go with the New York Jets beating the Buffalo Bills.
2: Nice. nice. Skinny, you ready? No. Oh, it's go, much. On.
4: oh go on. It's, no, go on, go on, if, if he's not been yet.
2: I'm going to go with...
3: I'm actually going to go with the Browns beating the Bengals. Um, Bengals oh, wow. are hot right now. I know that. But I for for some reason, I, th- I sort of remember the Browns beating the Bengals this season earlier on. Have I got that right? Oh, you're testing my Yeah, I know. I know. I'm just going on a hunch. It's a sneaky feeling, but I've got the Browns beating the Bengals. Um, my Lions beating the Vikings was also my pick. But the minute me and Sam agreed on it and uh, in, in, the minute you mentioned it was a snake draft, I knew Sam was going for that. So that's an honourable mention, which you guys know I love. Mm-hmm. But, Sorry, uh,
2: don't want to interrupt, but just to answer your question, the Browns beat the Bengals 32-13. Wow. You say you
3: don't, you don't want to interrupt, but then you do interrupt me, you silly cunt. <laughs> <laughs> but the Browns did win,
2: yeah? I'm not going to answer that. I fucking knew it. <laughs> Yes, mate, 32-13.
3: Yeah, give me, nice. give me the Browns. Browns do the double. Skin?
4: Um, I was looking at a couple. Um, It's twice now I've had to scrape for a new wild card after much took Netherlands off me. I, I thought about asking if I could have 49ers to beat Bucks, despite their better record. They are going to be playing a rookie quarterback. But I am going to go the reverse of my lock of the week last week and go with the Panthers to beat the Seahawks. Seahawks Ooh, have not wow. got a very good uh, rush defence at all. Foreman, I think, is in the top seven running backs since he took over, or top five even, since he took over halfway through the season. So, yeah, they've got a very good defence, not, not the best overall team, but I think it's one of those games where Panthers could scrape a really scrappy win and uh, nail me a wild card. So,
1: yeah, Panthers to beat Seahawks is my wild card That's this That's bold. Week. Sure i I could nail you. Oh... So, uh, we heard news yesterday that Von Miller is actually out for the year oh, wow. with the, um He's done his ACL in the previous game. And I just wanted to ask everyone do you think that affects the Bills' Super Bowl chances? They paid him all that money for a six year contract. This was the risk going into that, that everyone knew were injury prone. <clears throat> does this affect their Super Bowl chances in the playoffs? 100%. Of
4: course, it does. percent play like that. Yeah. Yeah, um, How much it affects them is is obviously the the bigger question. But I don't know. Bills seem to have, have slipped off a little bit recently. I don't know about anybody else. Chiefs seem to be leading the way. Bengals, as I mentioned, are in phenomenal form.
0: Yeah. Eagles. I, I, I
4: don't, yeah. I mean, they're in the NFC, but
0: yeah. Um, oh, sorry, I thought you meant just overall, but fair. Yeah,
4: yeah if you want. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it affects them not necessarily just what's on the field in terms of playing ability but that leadership as well. That that will be key going into the playoffs because he's done something that Bills couldn't do, which is go all the way and get that ring. So yeah, big twice. big impact. Yeah. I I
3: think I think um to your point Skin, I think Von Miller was probably the bigger X factor um for the Rams winning the Super Bowl last year than OBJ was because yeah. him and Donald like in that Super Bowl, absolutely annihilated that O line and just got awesome. to Joe Burrow all the time.
1: Yeah, and,
3: uh, yeah. I think with the Bills this year, um, I think a lot of it actually comes down to Allen's consistency. He started off so hard and I feel like over the last few weeks he's kind of been just above average. He's not been mm-hmm. to he's not been playing it. Definitely his fell out of that um, MVP race, he? Hundred percent. I think it's uh, Mahomes and Hurts at the moment. The the front two and with two. Uh, Two are definitely third place, but uh, yeah, but you know, I wouldn't be surprised if the Bills get to the AFC Championship again if they get hot at the right time. Uh, they've got playmakers all over the field.
0: I think that's it, it's just getting hot at the right time, like you say. I mean, I've picked against them, like, say, in my wild card this week. Um, but you know, they are falling away, and yes, it will affect you know, von Miller being out for the rest of the season, will absolutely affect their, their championship. Um, hopes and the Super Bowl hopes as well but to be quite honest with you the way that they're playing at the minute and the form that they're on I I can't see them getting there with or without him but it's a big loss either way and I think uh, you raise a good point there Sam
1: yeah I mean it started red hot didn't he we started the season he did really hot looked like a really good pickup for him at that point yeah yeah, I think they started nicknaming nicknaming him the closer because he was always closing games off yeah and I just think I think I literally think they paid him all that money just for him to get one sack on Patrick Mahomes in in a playoff game. I think that's literally the reason why they paid him. to Just to make up one play in a playoff game that's going to win him a playoff game when they need it most. And they're not going to have that little extra
2: bit of star power on the on the ends. I think uh, I think they'll miss him. Yeah, Fair enough. Uh, lads, that's all we've got for the NFL this week. So thank you very much for joining us. I suppose to close us out, we'll go over to, uh, to you, Skin.
4: It's funny because I was just thinking, I've not prepped one, and it's the one time that you actually come to me. Wow! So, Kemp, to welcome you back, mate, to hopefully a full-time schedule, Yeah, I'm going to ask you the question of the episode. Okay. The question of the episode is, where outside of your bedroom, either A, have you blown your load yet, or do you hope to plan to be the place where you blow it for the first time?
0: Good question. Fantastic question. I think it would be easier to tell you where I don't plan on blowing my (laughs) leg. Where's the first place then? Aggie's bedroom.
2: Final answer. Good night.